listening to a podcast from Light FM. It's the Light Breakfast with Asha and Non, and it's the season of giving. So we're speaking with NGOs and do-gooders to inspire you to bring some cheer to those who need it the most. And while I was out ill, Asha had the opportunity to speak to a very special person. He's known as the teddy bear doctor, Dr. Madhusudan Shanmugam, who runs a free mobile clinic for the underprivileged. For those who are unaware of who you are and what you do, tell us a little bit about yourself, Dr. Madhu. Actually, what me and my team do is we provide free medical care for the homeless community and also to all the underprivileged communities that cannot afford basic medical care. Apart from uh, medical care, we also provide uh, food aid for those who need them and any form of help that is needed by the poor community, they can directly approach me and my team and we'll try to do the best we can for them. How long has this program been going on? Actually, our Teddy Mobile Clinic uh, was uh, started uh, in 2016. But uh, even before that, we have been helping so many other organizations, uh, providing medical care and also providing uh, food aid uh, for the underprivileged community. Okay, so now you have to explain the fact that you're also known as the teddy bear doctor. How did that come about? Actually, this started way long back when I was uh, with another organization and I was providing um, medical care with uh, Kacharos Kitchen. And what I used to do is I used to give a lot of teddy bears to the children on the streets. So there was this one time when I was giving a teddy bear to a kid and uh, a kid from a distance saw me, uh, ran towards me and said, Hey, Dr. Teddy Bear Sura Sampai. And Aww. so happened to have a, repet- a reporter on site and she wrote it in an article that uh, the kids called me the Teddy Bear Doctor. And since then, actually, the name got attitude me. That's, it's such a lovely name, really. Um, I love it. So, can you take us through some of the programs and aid that you and your clinic offer? Okay. Um, what my clinic, Tedic Mobile Clinic, actually offers is we mainly target the homeless community around KL. So, on every Wednesday night, we provide free medical care for the homeless community. And then on Tuesdays, we used to uh, provide uh, medical care for orphanage homes, old folks' homes, and any uh, OKU homes or any home that actually needs our medical care. And on Saturdays, what we do is we directly go to Orang Asli villages or any, um, what to say, most other NGOs actually invite us to provide medical care for the people that they are helping. So what we do is we organize medical camps uh, for these people. Right, so it's not just the teddy bear mobile clinic going around, but you actually partner up in collaborations with other organizations. Yes, because what we think is that the more we collaborate with other NGOs, I think that we can help much more people out there instead of being, because there are some NGOs who think there's charity as a one, as a competition, but we do not mm-hmm. take it as that. So I think that by working with more people, by working with the government, we can help more people out there. How many people at the moment do you have in your teddy bear mobile clinic? We have, okay, we started very small. We started roughly about five of us in our team. There's me, my elder brother, my family members, and uh, my younger sister who's a pharmacist who's also under our mobile clinic. And But now we have grown to roughly about 100 of them uh, in our team members. Yeah, So it's a huge family, actually. Love that. 
Now, it's been a rough year, you know, with skyrocketing inflation, food shortages and post-pandemic recovery still ongoing. How exactly has that affected the communities you help? There are pros and cons, actually. Okay, but the, the good part is most of the homeless people have been taken away from the streets and been provided temporary shelter by the government. So in that sense, it has been helpful uh, because... Um, we directly, instead of going through streets and helping the community, we go to the shelter homes and provide uh, medical care. There are people on the streets too, but lesser compared to last time. And as for the poor marginal families, there are more and more people who needed our help during this pandemic because most of them have lost their jobs and some of them cannot support a family anymore. Even those who had good jobs and they had cars, and suddenly when they have lost jobs, they needed money to pay for their uh, monthly expenses and more money needed for their groceries. And so we started helping these communities here. I'm sure most of us have heard of the White Flag uh, initiative. Mm -hmm. So it was quite surprising to see the people who started seeking our help, uh, calling us, uh, being desperate, saying that we do need even 100 ringgits a month extra to buy some groceries for my family members. So it's quite sad to see that, but mm. there are pros and cons for this pandemic, actually. Yeah. Dr. Madhu, whether or not you could share, you know, a story or two about the families you've helped over the years and sort of to give an idea of why your Teddy Bear Mobile Clinic is, is so impactful in the community. Actually, we have helped so, so many families and it's uh, quite heartwarming actually for even to think about it because me and my team actually, we get very emotionally attached to the families that we are helping. I'm sure. And they treat us as one of their family members. Uh, they do not uh, take us as a stranger. Okay, it's maybe it's tough in the starting uh, once you get to know them because some of them, many of them are, they think twice whether these people are really trying to help us or they are just doing this uh, for namesake or uh, to be put in newspapers and and so on. So once they get to know that what we are doing is right and what we are doing is really to help them out, uh, they become very attached to us. So um, one of this family okay, I would like to talk about is we have started uh, helping them since uh, 2015. It's a Mili family in Gombak. Mm-hmm. So initially, uh, when we started helping them, the elder brother just completed his Form 5, then the second sister from, uh, was in Form 5, and the youngest was only in Standard 3. And the mom was uh, severely ill. She needed to go in and out of the hospital. Uh, father was um, The father was suffering from uh, terrible diabetes too, and he was just a security guard in the hospital. So we started helping from helping them then. Uh, just by providing groceries and medical aid, even fees for the children to go to school. And then we managed to collect funds and get a motorcycle for the brother because the brother had to quit job, uh, quit his school and started um, working working uh, mm. odd job just to support the family. So it started very small. And till now we have been doing it and one, the eldest sister, uh, even despite this difficult condition, with our help, uh, she managed to complete a degree and she have got a job placement in Petronas. Oh, so, wow. uh, yeah, that's a very good thing. And even the another daughter, she have completed a Form 5. She did very well in a Form 5 and she is 
already joined university just a few months back. That's incredible. Yeah, and they update me every month about their progress, what have they been doing, and uh, so without, they have never actually asked for help, but we have, we know that they still need our support until the elder daughters of their family start supporting them. And we make it a point that every Raya we provide them with uh, the groceries for them to celebrate Raya, and we give them ang pao, take them shopping to buy new clothing uh, for Raya and so on. Yeah. How do you keep your energy going so that you can keep helping people? Um, I have never seen this uh, charity job that I'm uh, charity uh, charity as a job. Uh, it has always been a fun activity and it's part of my life. So uh, apart from my daily uh, clinic, uh, because my clinic is right beside my house, so. Uh, now I just help my father in my clinic, so and it's only that after my cleaning house is when I go out to help uh, those who are need. And all of these activities are done with my group of uh, friends and my team from the mobile clinic. So it has been a fun activity because we do not look forward just in helping because after helping them we go out for mama sessions or movies. Right. So it's always a fun activity, and uh, I I will I don't think so I'll ever get tired by doing what we are doing actually. So glad to hear that. I'm sure everybody else is well. So Dr. Madhu, do you take volunteers at the Teddy Bear Mobile Clinic? How can people help more? Okay, the sad part is because of the pandemic, we actually have reduced the number of volunteers because we used to have about 30 to 40 volunteers each session Mm -hmm. of mobile clinic, but it has reduced to less than 10 volunteers every time we go out because um, I do not want to risk any of my volunteers uh, having uh, getting COVID from the patients that we are helping because our homeless community is a high risk community actually, right. and and I do not want the teddy cluster starting up and uh, becoming famous <laughs> for the wrong reasons. For the wrong reasons, and yet it sounds so cute, a teddy cluster. You know, it sounds like a teddy bear picnic. <laughs> uh, so that's why I have. I had always had that fear that coming out in an article in the newspaper for the wrong reasons or because mm. of the mobile clinic, more and more people have been suffering and also. Uh, what we do is um, we still do need help in the forms of groceries where people can either send it directly to my uh, dad's clinic in Klang or the co-founder of the mobile clinic, Alfred. Uh, his house is actually, we have set up a food bank there so people can either send groceries there and we do need a lot of medicines. Okay, those regular medicines that has been not been used at home, but as long as it's not expired, you can collect it from your friends in your company or your workplace, and you can then directly send it to me. Or even if you find it difficult to send it to me, you just need to tell me your address, and we'll arrange someone to come and collect it from you. That's fantastic. Everyone's always got some kind of leftover medicine, so. Brilliant tip there. Thank you so much, uh, Teddy Bear Doctor. Keep up the good work and um, definitely giving us some inspiration of uh, different ways that we can also jump in and help. Thank 
you. Thank you, Light FM. All this week in our season of giving, we're speaking to NGOs and people making a real difference in our communities. And earlier, Asha was speaking with the teddy bear doctor who runs a free mobile clinic for the underprivileged. That's Dr. Madhusudan Shanmugam. Now, obviously, when you do a story like this, the research will throw up some very interesting finds. Like, for example, if you type in teddy bear and charity and help, you might come across something called the teddy bear toss. And I personally think it's a wonderful idea. It's basically an ice hockey tradition that began way back in 1993, where fans throw teddy bears and other stuffed animals onto the ice, which then subsequently get donated to local hospitals and organizations for children. Now, interestingly, when it happened for the very first time, 2,400 teddy bears and stuffed animals were donated by fans. And that's just in one location. Over the years, it's spread to across other teams uh, playing in the Ice Hockey League in America and I think in Canada as well. And they do a lot of good. I wonder what our version of this might be, given that we don't have a lot of ice hockey rinks. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.